Ward from Ward. Mary Ward's first ever podcast radio, where teachers and students come together to share their stories and tell their tales. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Hey Ward, welcome back to Words from Ward. Today it is episode six, and we are joined by a very special guest, um, the most important guest we've had so far <laughs> in terms of a single individual. Um, and so we'll start off with first, as always, an intro- introduction of us as hosts, and then we'll introduce our special guest waiting behind the scenes here, and then we'll go straight into the podcast. So, first of all, uh, obviously my name is Andy Fang. I was here last podcast, and I was here on the first episode. And grade 12, once again, um, right now I'm doing cross country. So if you find me there uh, and, and elsewhere, that's where I am these days. And so that's a little bit of an update on my life at Mary Ward. <laughs> and then we'll go straight into our second host today. Hey, everyone. It's Juliana again. I was um, here for the Orange Day Shirt podcast, and I'm back. And again, I'm grade 12 as well. And um, hopefully they bring back the volleyball team for girls volleyball. So you'll see me there. For sure. And so today, without further ado, let's introduce our special guest. Do you want to say your name? Uh, sure. My name is Mr. Wetzel. <laughs> Principal Mary Ward. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to give an introduction about um, sort of who you are in terms of uh, where you've been before Mary Ward and also mm-hmm. um, when you came into this role at Mary Ward as principal? Sure. Yeah, just as a, a starting point there, thank you for that introduction. There's a little bit of a correction to that introduction, though, to say that I, I'm the most important person that's been here. Um, if I've learned one thing about being the principal of the school is that I'm the least important person mm. in the school. Um, I might have the most responsibility overall, but if, if anybody sees me as the most important, then the, the thing is backwards. So the most important people stand, sitting in this interview are the two of you. Um, and you're the most important people oh, in the school. Wow. The students are. So it's not, this is not me. Trust me on that one, 100% for Thank sure. Thank you, sir. Wow. Um, so uh, background, yeah, I, this is my first year, obviously, at Mary mm-hmm. Ward um, for as principal. Uh, previously, I was at uh, St. John Paul II um, for eight years as the principal there. To, before that, I was an e-learning, the e-learning coordinator at the board, so I worked for the board. Oh. And I did all the e-learning stuff uh, when it kind of started, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I was vice principal at Blessed, well, it was Blessed Mother Teresa at the time. Now it's St. Mother Teresa Catholic oh, Academy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Previous to that, I was the VP at Pope. So I was VP there for two and a half years. Previous to that, I was a teacher here at Mary Ward. Wow. Yeah, so for 11 years, I taught here as uh, English, now. started the Inspire program. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, coached a bunch of stuff. We'll talk about that. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I actually had no idea you were a teacher here. Yep. Andy told me, and I was like, "Wait, really?" I had yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, I had I, no honestly, clue. Long before you were yeah, thinking bro. about Mary Ward, I was here. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I had no clue. 1998 yeah. to 2009, I was a oh, teacher okay. here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but honestly, um, my teachers this year have been sort of murmuring about how you were involved in in the school back when they first came in and such. Yeah. Um, so there's been, there's been a lot of talk about, like, oh, yeah, I do know most of what they're from. Like, <laughs> back, th- back then where, where, he, yeah. where I first came to the job and he was here as a teacher in, in English and such. So yeah. uh, we do have a story past here mm-hmm. uh, with Mary Ward and Mr. Wetzel. Yeah. And so let's introduce sort of the goal of today's podcast. Um, today's podcast is simply just to acclimate the students in Mary Ward with our new principal. Brand new principal came in uh, in September, obviously. So... Uh, giving a little bit of an introduction, making sure that um, right now you seem a little bit mysterious, as Julianne would say. Yeah, that's mysterious. What I <laughs> okay, that's a good adjective. Um, and so he's always in the office doing uh, very important tasks as principal, principal stuff. Principal stuff, right? Um, but uh, but we'll get we'll get to know him a bit more personal today, and hopefully you guys will will enjoy the will enjoy the the new facts and and, and fun facts you guys learn about him. And so first off, we'll talk about sort of where you came from, sort of your beginnings as, as a person and as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, where'd you go to high school, sir? I went to Pope. Oh, oh yeah, nice high school. that, yeah. 
sense. Yeah, so back in the day, yeah. So I was there. Um, then it was Pope John Paul II, right? He wasn't oh, a saint. He wasn't blessed yeah. at that point. Yeah. He was just a pope because he was alive. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so I was there, and all of my siblings, so I have four siblings. Wow. Um, and we all went to Pope. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, there was one of us there for at least one of us there for 16 years, 16 or 17 wow. years. Yeah, there was one of us there. Yeah. yeah. So, Family dynasty. Yeah, yeah there's a lot so. of connection to that school okay. from us. Yeah, my mm -hmm. sister-in-law as well. My brother's wife was from Pope. And, uh, <laughs> the whole family's in there. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, all of them. All the connects. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So how was your high school experience? Like, yeah, it's been, like, I think this past 20, like 20 years, 30 years, like the high school experience for, for kids in general, incredibly changed. Like, everything for sure. has changed. So, like, what type of student mm -hmm. were you? Would you say like were you maybe the sporty, sporty one? Sporty one, exactly. Were uh, you like? Yeah. 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 I, would <laughs> I mean, say you went to Pope, so Pope is like the sports sport school. Not the sports school, but yeah. I don't know how much it was when I was there. That's so I true. played. I, you know, I played a bunch of sports there. I played uh, basketball was sort of okay. my big thing, and then everybody thinks that was awesome because Pope's a good basketball school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not when I was there. Uh -huh. um, so we 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 took a licking pretty good there oh. for a while. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I played a bunch of sports. It was uh, a different time entirely, right? I would mm -hmm. say like, this for sure, and I were just talking about that, is to say like without social media, it was awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I would say that's the biggest thing that you guys have to overcome. And I know that you probably say it's awesome when we have social media and it's so cool, but it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. A huge amount of pressure think, that we yeah. did not have. We mm -hmm. just did not have. Yeah, right? I think if you ask a lot of the students here if they regret going on social media, a lot of them, including myself, would have said that, like, no, I wish I never did. Because you hear sometimes, um, like, people our age say, like, oh, I wish I was back in this decade or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because they do, sorry, they do know that it was a lot more fun, more spontaneous, didn't have to really care too much about, like, yeah. public image and all that. Yeah. So I can definitely see why it's changed yeah. so much. So yeah. being a student back there, back then, sorry, would have been a lot more different. Or it is would, a lot different. It would, yeah. yeah, it was. I would say the problem is, is that it's not like you guys can choose. You say, like, if, if we, we chose to go on social media, I don't see a way that you could not go on social media, right? Like, like I really don't. We like, were born into the generation Well, you're like born that. into it, and, mm -hmm. and there's so much of your existence, especially social existence, especially in the last year and a half, yeah. social existence has, has depended upon that, right? Um, but here's what I would say about that, too, is I would say it was totally different. But, um, and I sort of said this when I left Pope, as in you know, my grad speech, as I said, because everybody, everybody always says, oh, kids these days, they're not the same, they're not the same. Mm -hmm. And I say, yeah, they're better than they were when I was a kid. Like they're better, I always, I said to them, you're better Panthers than I ever was. And here's why. I would say one thing that social media has done is made your generation way more socially aware yeah. and think, active. Yeah. Like in my generation, literally, and I'm, I, I say it with a certain amount of shame, is the cool kids were the ones who were the, it was like a TV show, like the athletes, oh, yeah. and those sorts of things. And anybody who was socially minded was mocked and essentially was uh, an, uh, outside mm -hmm. of the norm, whereas that's not the case now. No. no. For you guys, involved is cool, mm -hmm. right? And that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and so that's better than us. That being said, the social pressure of, of social media is, that's, that's tough. I mean, I have kids your age, and it's, oh, man, it's it a lot to quite handle. It is quite a yeah. challenge, I think. Honestly, the, the last time that all of us collectively as a generation got off social media for a while was two days ago when Facebook was off. And then before that, like, it's been constant, constant for our entire lives. Mm -hmm. Ever since I signed up in like grade four, it hasn't been a day where I, has, where I haven't been on it. And so I do agree, like uh, social media really um, challenging us as people to, to, to be this higher, higher person yeah. or higher standard. Um, and we all felt really refreshed when, when, when there was no Facebook, like Facebook, Instagram, Two days ago, it was like, wow, this is great. And then it came back, like, oh, okay, back to the normal. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but, and, second, and secondly, I do agree with the, uh, the uh, I think societal issues on social media are so prevalent and so present in, in a way that they couldn't have been back, back when, you know, everything's analog. Yeah. And um, it, it's quite, it's quite a, a shift in the paradigm. I, I, and honestly, it's great. Um, I like that part of social media yeah. a lot more. Yeah, it's great, but the idea, you know, what we're seeing now is I think a little bit more of that like um, fashionable outrage, 
right? Is that people are, they, they, everybody has to have an opinion on every mm -hmm. single sort of thing. And it becomes this, you know, a game of, of canceling people for having a different idea than you, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think the pendulum has swung a little bit too far the one way where it's, there's not conversation anymore. There's just like accusation, right? Interesting. And it's too bad because social media should allow for conversation uh, you know, across the world instantaneously. Like that should be what could happen. I think it'll get back there. It's just now it's just about yelling somebody down. And I mean, you know, you know what the U.S. was going through for about four years there where everybody was a little bit angry at each other all the time <laughs> because of who their leader was didn't help. No, um, didn't and so let's hope it gets, every pendulum swings both ways eventually. Mm -hmm. Let's hope it gets back a little bit it's more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. a journey we have to go through as, yeah. as students yeah. and as high yeah. school. And especially I think that um, um, social media has, I guess, warped the high school experience, I feel. Like, I guess the way you present yourself, the way you have to, I guess, talk about certain things. I feel like a lot of you know, self-esteem issues, mental health issues do kind of arise from that or they can arise. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's warped the high school experience a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like maybe back then when there wasn't as much technology or no texting or whatever it mm -hmm. was or no social media, it definitely felt definitely sp more spontaneous, more fun because they didn't have to think about that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't on their minds. Not that it wasn't on their minds, but it wasn't as prevalent. It wasn't something that you had to maintain. Yeah. So now it's like we have to maintain this social image and like our in-person image, I guess, as mm -hmm. well. So it's kind of like you're battling between two things. Mm -hmm. So that makes it a bit tough, yeah. I guess, for people our age. But well, we're yeah, because you're always on. Oh yeah, exactly. Right? That, that too. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. We'll get back to this in the conversation about what you've seen in difference of students mm -hmm. from when you were teaching and when you're when you're mm -hmm. a principal here. I think that's a really interesting conversation. But first we'll go straight into your career. So mm -hmm. how did you become a principal? How did you become a teacher first of all before that? Mm -hmm. And what was your original career plan? Were you always trying to be a teacher? Um, so all of this, let's unpack that. So what was your original career? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I've always been a teacher. I haven't had that other career. Yeah. But uh, when I was going through school, um, I didn't think about being a teacher. You know, when I was in high school, I did those aptitude tests and everybody thought I should. <laughs> it was always to be like a lawyer because I argued well, mm -hmm. apparently. That's what people told me. Um, and I would debate well, oh, yeah. like in class and things like that. And then, uh, and then I got to university. I went to a Western. Um, nice. It was University of Western Ontario at the time. I think it's Western, Western university, university now. It was Western. Um, and uh, that, was, that was great. Uh, and during that time, though, I... One summer, I came back and I volunteered at Pope with a, oh, one of my I teachers see. That's how it started, to guess. just say, I don't know what I'm doing exactly. <laughs> we'll try this. And I remember I, I was teaching a lesson in a geography class. And I remember the day where we were teaching about the UN sanctions. <laughs> I'm serious. I can remember the moment. Uh, UN sanctions. And a student asked, well, why? Why don't you know UN sanctions work all the time? Why don't they just you know if a, if a country's doing something wrong, why don't they just cut off all trade to that country and then they'll have to turn it around? And then you know my response was well because if you cut it off, who suffers? The people suffer. And then yeah. you saw I saw the student go oh now I get it. And that uh huh, I was like okay that's it, it. that's what I got to do mm -hmm. from now on. Oh, so I, th I that summer I went back to school and I said okay I'm going to change my thing. I changed my pattern. How do I get into teacher's college? Yeah. I did teacher's college. And then, wow, wow, it happened. And it was a lot easier then to become, to become, yeah. To, yeah. not, not my education, but to get a job oh. was a whole lot easier. Yeah. Than yeah. It is so now. what, what um, program did you go in for Western? Uh, I was in, I was in, I mean, initially I went in for like history. That was I sort see, of my, okay. like in high school, I had some amazing, really great history teachers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then when I got to university, I kind of saw that English was more my speed, mm. right? And then I did that. And, um, but then I went to, for teacher college, I went to Niagara University in the, in the, in the States. Okay. The reason was, is right when I was going into teacher's college, it was really hard to get a job. Right. And I'm an American citizen as well. My dad's oh, okay. American, okay. so I have American citizenship. So I thought there I get qualified and it, it was acceptable here it, yeah. it accredited me here and there okay. so I did that and uh but then luckily kind of it worked out for me to come mm. back and uh and then I got the job 
I think wow. for for grade twelves especially, like where Chris said her career is right now, and uh, hearing all of this insightful information about that spark that sort of shows up sometimes when when you're in the most random place, you'll have that spark like, oh, this is what I want to do for a living, or or just what I want to devote my life to. Uh -huh. That was that was that's perfect. I think for us considering our careers, that's yeah. that's great advice. So thank you for that. Yeah. And so coming in as a teacher, how were the, those first few years sort of getting acclimated to the whole teaching space? Where were you at at that point in terms of what yeah. school you were at and, and what was all that? Well, I mean, I started and I had a, a short-term LTO like for oh, okay. three months at uh, MT. So okay. I taught at Mother Teresa. Wow. And that was just, I taught science and religion. Uh, back Super in a time, random. Super well, random. you didn't need, <laughs> the, the rules around qualifications weren't as tight as they are now. Um, and it was only because I knew the principal. The principal yeah. knew I me. See. He was a former principal of Pope. Got some connections, And he knew yeah. me and my family because there were so many of us oh. there. And he said, yeah, we'll take a run on you. And so we did that job. And then I got married and mm. I didn't have a job. And I came back from my honeymoon and I got a, a bunch of calls for interviews. Yeah. And I interviewed for five or six different schools, wow. including here. Um, and then the principal chased me out in the parking lot and said, do you want a job? And I said, uh, well, I'll see, you know, <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, I've got too many okay. offers yeah. now. Well, you know, yeah, it was. And then she called me that night and goes, and it was supposed to be for a, for a uh, maternity leave. Yeah. I see, okay. And then she called me back that night and said, I'll make it full time. Oh. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Sweeten the deal. Again, okay. in a different time. Sweeten. That does not happen nowadays. <laughs> and then I said, yeah, sure. Wow. And, and then MT, the right? next day... Yeah. Uh, Lieberman called me and oh, said we we're okay. offering you a full-time job and I was like oh I would have probably taken that one mm. if you had offered it to me the day before yeah so was it only schools in the area like, yeah, like Scarborough schools like, like it was it was yeah it was entirely Scarborough schools wow. really I don't know and I don't know exactly why uh, <laughs> yeah like I interviewed there and at uh, Newman and at, oh wow uh, yeah. All the Scarborough schools. yeah I don't know yeah. why I mean I'm a Scarborough guy so yeah, yeah. definitely all the yeah. roots all the roots I guess maybe I put that I don't know I don't remember back then <laughs> Yes, but that was, a, that was a seminal moment, because yeah. if, if that Lieberman person had said to me that day, because he said, I was going to offer you the job, but I have a rule, I never offer a job on the day, I offer mm, it the next I day. Oh. And I said, well, if you had offered it to me that day, I would have taken it. Yeah. And if I would have taken it, I would have been a completely different person. Oh, wow. 100%. Not Dude. even a completely different okay. teacher, I would have been a completely so different person. So your first, you accepted the full-time position at here. Mother Oh, here. it's here. Wow. So this was your... We got oh. him. We got him. Right. We got him. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, it's here. Okay, this okay. This reminds me of like those, those like athletes, NBA players, they're, they're doing all the contract of wheeling and dealing, and then yeah. they finally get the team. Well, yeah. It wasn't nearly <laughs> that, uh, that glamorous, but no, it was, it, it was a turning point yeah. in the fact that mm -hmm. I would have been a different person. 100% no, yeah. I would have been a different wow. person. This place changed me. No, very wow. reward is... For sure. does that for, for sure. It does, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's perfect. Wow. Any up and very reward first is good for our podcast because now <laughs> it leads us straight to teaching at Mary Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know you bounced around after Mary Ward, but for those couple years that you were here, uh, first off, how did that sort of... Hey, it was 11 years. It wasn't a couple years. It was 11. <laughs> a I mean, whole come decade. On. Come yeah. on, yeah. Like, we don't even know how to comprehend that number. Like, that's, <laughs> that's like more than half of our life. Like 11 <laughs> years, dude. Um, but yeah, so Mary Ward Part 1 is what we want to title this section. So okay. how was the system here at Mary Ward? I know that it might have been... Mary Ward is a new, newer, newish school at that point. Uh, yeah, relatively. It wasn't in its early, early days when everything was changing mm -hmm. all the time. It was relatively established. It was sort of known. Everybody kind of knew it was this uh, what place. Yeah. You know, the building was entirely built, yep. um, and so it was established enough so that I could see what it was. And it was changing. Education changed because when I started, there was like five years of high school, yeah. secondary school mm -hmm. reform happened right around that time where it went down to four years yeah. and all the mm -hmm. curriculum changed and everything. Um, so there was a lot of that, but it was, it was established enough so that everybody knew what a TA was. The, there oh, so was, the system was the same, right? It was yeah. from the very beginning. Was it like that? No, no, no. no. And initially it was a uh, normal school. Yeah, like, like normal semester. And right? it was all in portables. And then when they were building the building. Oh, the, portables. That, oh, my yeah, God. I I always well, you guys don't even know what a portable is. No, we no, don't. We had so them. lucky. I, I mean, I had them in elementary. Oh. And they, in the winter, they are the worst. Yeah. Because quite it's frigid. They're quite frigid. Okay, no. But... But yeah, they they're the worst. But um, yeah. I guess were you there once the system was already like established oh, yeah. and yeah. everything? Yeah, yeah, it was totally yeah. it was totally established. And, and, and has it changed much? From yeah, I mean that was always I always said the best part of the school is that it had to change mm -hmm. because it was because it's the only one like it. Yeah, and and really the only one like it in Ontario. You always whenever something came down the pike and in education, 
there's that old joke that education is the one that has a new five-year plan every two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that whenever that happens, you have to sort of marry ward it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so you were always sort of talking about, is this the best way? Is this the best way? Uh, and there's no resting on your laurels of, I guess this is just how it is. Right. Yeah. A lot of people just assume this is how schools are. They just are. So why would I question a structure that I went into? But the Mary Ward, you always had to because you were like, oh, else is doing this. I wonder if this is the best way to do it. So it was different. I mean, when I started, there was 20 units instead of 18. There wasn't anything like Imagine. there was all these different rules. There wasn't, uh, you know, stuff like, um, what is it? Uh, were there dedicated target dates time. Still? Target dates were very loose and interpretive. Uh, <laughs> hey, that sounds. There funny. wasn't any maximum units that you could hand in in a day, and those were put in for good reason because you'd oh, have yeah. at sure, the end of yeah. the year you'd have the test center line would literally, and I'm not exaggerating, go around the school, Jeez. and people <laughs> oh, would be sitting God. there with a stack of test <laughs> slips, going, "All right, next one, next one," oh, and would write God. 20 tests in a day yeah. badly. Um, because they, you know, so there were structures put Little in Little rules here and there that they've implemented. Yeah, but yeah. the idea of a TA and the idea of self-direction was, was there. Well, yeah. it's like an island that you get stranded on. You have to build it up from, from ground zero. Like, yes. That's perfect. Um, I think, honestly, um, it feels like the regulations helped. Like, from when we got in, it was already very, like, well-oiled machine. Like, okay, right. still made you in Russia a little bit at the end of there. But, like, we, we had those rules that really helped us, like, um, if we were obviously on task and still trying to yeah. trying to be yeah. good students, like you had that help, you had the good rules with it, with it. But there was always a a caveat. There was uh, we want to put in structure, but let's make sure that that is authentic structure, oh, yeah. that it's not just arbitrary. And the biggest one is that it's structure that helps students, yeah, it's good for the and students. not structures that just help adults. Yeah, mm -hmm. they got a benefit because a lot of structures in school are in place for adults, are in place for efficiency sake, Yeah, right? just for efficiency. You know, we yeah. want to be organized, we want to be yeah. this, we want to be that. And there's good reason, I guess, good motivation behind it. have that balance. But yeah, so there was always a sense of, okay, is this best for kids? And is this really, that's why that, those front pages of your agenda where th that people skip over, where it says, <laughs> because we believe, <laughs> like the pillars yeah. of Mary Ward, yeah. those are super important. As soon as you forget those, it's only a matter of time before things change to the point where they're not what they should be. Mayor is quite special, I mean, mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Um, and so that's perfect, leads us straight into this. How were the students different back then? Like you were teaching students, so you were very like one-on-one -on -one connected with a lot of them. We'll, we'll talk about it later too when, when we get to ours and how, how we can see a difference there. But like back then, what were the students like? Um, what were their interests like? Were they uh, were there more sporty kids, or, or what was, there, was there a bigger difference? Like I think was there a bigger like divide between different groups? Like what was the student body like? Back then? Uh, you know what? I always found the students here different. Like that's that's a tough question, right? If you if you asked a teacher who taught somewhere else, mm, they might see because there is a different relationship with students here. Obviously, right? Yeah. Your interaction with them is different. Uh, I always said that when you don't force a teenager into a space, mm. their, their approach is completely different. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Like a lot of behavioral issues that happen in school is because the kids are kind of in a space they don't want to be in. And then they don't know how to get out because they, we don't allow them to get out. So they just figure out a way to get kicked out. Um, so when you don't have that, there's a lot of, you develop differently, right? So mm -hmm. that's always different. The, you know, the one thing I would say is for sure, like I said before, social media was different. Like, like put it this way, when I started at Mary Ward, we didn't have email. Oh my God. Like I, re <laughs> no. like, <laughs> no. I, like, I remember when we got our email addresses. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, and that was a few years into my teaching. And I remember teachers going, I'm not doing this. <laughs> They're no. like, no, and I think Ms. Archery knows who the, some of those teachers were, uh, who just retired a couple years ago. Actually, no, they said, I'm not doing this. This is a fad. And it was like, imagine your life now without email. How would you communicate with other teachers then? Just like in person? Yeah, I mean, this is, this is like very really hard for me to believe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really hard to believe. Yeah. So, wow. that, so the idea of social media, that was well into, like I was probably teaching five, six, seven years before Facebook. We even just heard about Facebook. Oh. Yeah. And it was, mm -hmm. oh, oh, this is a new thing, okay. Uh, and then things started to leak a little bit, you know, like like thoughts about certain things, but that wasn't an issue. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So no. that was the, the biggest thing was that they were, I would say, maybe students were a little more present in the thing I would, they were I would, doing. I would say that too. I mean, I obviously wasn't there, but yeah. I mean, like, I could see why. Yeah. Like, I could definitely see why. Like, I feel like... Um, even in class, like I see kids on their phone, like they're not present 
mm -hmm. much now yeah. because they have that kind of barrier between them, between you know the teachers and stuff, and they can escape in their phones basically. Like they can have a way out. Like if they don't feel like listening, I mean, they can kind of just you know they don't have a a rule here that you can't be on your phone or at not that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, honestly though, especially with the self-directed system, being able to sit in the floor time and not like have a teacher teaching you all the times, I wonder what they were doing back then. Because nowadays we just go on our phone or, or go watch a video on Netflix or something like that. Like mm. back, I don't know what they were doing back then. Like if, if they didn't want to do homework, let's say they're, they're chilling or taking oh, a break. that's true. What were they doing in oh, class? I didn't realize that. You know, like what are they, in English, just, we would just sit there and talk. I guess you could, I guess you could talk. You, you could talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> Talking is okay. I don't know. I don't, we wouldn't do that. But sure, maybe, yeah. Maybe that that was the best part I found as a teacher was I would have, um, and I think every teacher had this sort of, like when Mary Ward's in its full, like there was kids who would just follow me around, right? Would come oh. to my floor time every single time. And they, some of them weren't even my students. Some of my best relationships I love that, that I still have, yeah. that I still literally have, were with kids I never taught. That <laughs> freedom, a, that that freedom of having, you know, like we're assigned teacher at the beginning of the year, like in your timetable. But in reality, that timetable at regular Mary Ward does not really mean anything. Yes. Because let's say you have, I don't know, maybe a, bad relationship with one of your teachers or whatever the case may be, you can easily go and talk to whoever you want. And that freedom, I think for me, because I, um, I have a very strong relationship with one of the science teachers mm. and um, I didn't have him as one of like my main teachers, like the one that was supposed to be my teacher in my timetable. But I ended up going to him for not just problems about school, but like other problems as well. And having yeah. that freedom really built, like that connection is, is something completely different. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. find that a lot of, no, a lot of places. No. No. Well, no. Like, I don't know how it would happen, right? right? Unless you coach somebody or whatever. Like, those are great relationships too that happen. But that was the big thing. And so you would have those conversations to your answer of what people would do. They would like talk to each other. I don't know <laughs> if they did any more work. Uh, but they talk <laughs> know, to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was that. I mean, it, it is weird when I think about it, like mm -hmm. to go back to what was email. Like, I, even if I have to catch myself to say, how did I, like getting my job, how did yeah, I know did you, where to go? It was all like, about how did like, I probably do, connection. It was mail. Oh, true. Oh my God, mailing, finding mailing addresses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so that was, uh, uh, there's, even now it's become so ubiquitous that you're kind of like, how did I, how did that happen without yeah, yeah. this tool? So. I get it. And no, also, like, yeah. like, if you think about it, now that we're using, like, projectors and YouTube videos to, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. Yeah, I, it, was a, it was a task to get a movie clip because you had to buy the movie and then you had to queue it up on a VCR and find out like where that, that was yeah. and then make sure you go. So it was a lot more prep than, <laughs> yeah. than, than YouTube searching anything you want ever. So, yeah. yeah. I think the biggest thing, like, the biggest sort of flip for teachers. Like I was, we were still in school when the when overhead projectors were a thing where you put like a little film flip sure. down in there and it, it showed up on the screen oh black and white. God, yeah. And then when that flipped to, to digital projectors, the whole world changed. I feel like that was the moment. <laughs> that was the one thing. I was like, it clicked. Yeah, it clicked. yeah. I mean, that's a good, I mean, there's still people who use the overhead projector. Oh, right? There's still some of that yeah. up there for sure. Uh, and some for good reasons, you know. I know mm -hmm. Mr. Notton was like he. Oh, I think Naughton. he stole all of them when he retired. He probably took them all home for all <laughs> his projects and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, like it was a different time for sure. Like, yeah. and I think the it would be a real problem if somebody now got dropped back in that time to figure out how you oh, did it. Oh yeah. Because at the time you're just like, well, what would I do? Of course I'm going to do the thing I do. This is how the world works. Yeah. And then the difference is it's changed so fast, right? The it world's changed so evolved. much more. Way faster than it ever has in the history of the world. It has never changed this quickly. And that's where there's some tension. I, I feel like if I had consciousness for the first 10 years of my existence, like that change, those like 2004, 2014, like I think those are 10 years with the, the, in human history. 10 there's years. There's a lot. Jeez. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we'll put you on the spot for the last question of this section, which is Do you have a favorite memory from your teaching? Yours? Favorite memories that you can remember of from yeah. my time here. As yeah, a teacher. I know it might be. You're a coach as well. Oh, uh, also speak a little bit about your coaching or or sports. I coached. Yeah, I coached mm -hmm. uh, basketball, okay. golf, uh, oh, golf, softball, <laughs> baseball. 
I, I helped Dagger a little bit with track, mm -hmm. like throwing events and stuff. So I coached all those. Uh, we did intramurals. Yeah. Intramurals yep. was huge. The staff team dominated. We destroyed everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, 100%. Like, for sure. We won everything. That one year, we won everything. <laughs> I can't remember back to the intramurals three years ago. There was, one, there was one great year. We had a great teacher. I don't know if you guys know. He was probably gone. Uh, Peter Arkin was a math teacher, mm, and he was, yeah. like, the ultimate raw, raw <laughs> energy guy. And he ran intramurals. So there was intramurals all year. And the beauty oh, thing about Mary Ward so Normal fun. is because there's one lunch, right? So everybody yeah. could participate. And the teachers had a team in every sport. And so we did. <laughs> that we sounds did, so, <laughs> so We did flag football. Oh, my God. We flag did football? basketball. Wow. We did like European handball or three ball, is what oh, they called okay. it. So and then we did a, a soccer game at the end. We won, we won all of them. Damn. Uh, and that was great. And it was way too competitive. Like, oh, yeah. it got to the point where but it I was feel like that'd be a the, little, like, the, teachers were like, you better show up. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, like, it was. All seriousness. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was fun. That was great. Um, I don't know about a favorite. A favorite memory was, um, I don't know. It was, mm -hmm. it was, uh, to be honest with you, it was all really great. Yeah. It was, it was a life-changing event, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And it was the hardest place to leave. Oh, honestly, mm -hmm. and that, that's where we're going now. So yeah. I think after that teaching experience in Mary Ward, you slowly transitioned into VP roles and, and mm -hmm. obviously VP uh, principal after that. So speak about your sort of VP to uh, president, uh, principal, president. <laughs> principal transition. Um, how is it different than your teaching experience? Did you like it? Um, did you like the transition? Did you like how, like, how different it was? And, and how was that journey for you going from teaching to... Yeah, it was it was different. That's a big mm -hmm. jump, right, from yeah. teacher to administration. Uh, that was, it was big. Uh, I knew that if I did that, I would leave here. Like mm -hmm. I would, they would move me for sure, and uh, that was hard to accept. Um, and they moved me in the middle of the year. Like I wasn't. Oh. I thought I was going to come at the end, and then because of some shifting around, mm -hmm. uh, they came to me in like March. And they're like, That's always the going. worst time. Yeah, it's it was, like right that in was the middle weird. of the year, and the students yeah. are like, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's and the hardest, the hardest, by far the hardest part of that was leaving my TA. Yeah. Oh, um, that's because so I had six grads that year, and oh, I was my. I had to go down to them and say I'm going. I'm not going to be here. Yeah. Now, luckily, they asked me back, and I was the guest speaker at grad, so I was able to okay. see them graduate. But I that was hard. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I, I always said like you talked about that spark, right? Mm -hmm. And and you know, you got to be open to that spark. You got to be accepting of it, right? Because it's real easy to just keep going with what you're doing. And I've always said, I heard it when I did my leadership courses. You have to do all these courses when you're thinking about doing formal leadership. Mm -hmm. And they talked about a, what a calling is. And they said, a calling is when you love what you do, but you're pulled somewhere else. I see. And I always believed that, right? Um, and that was a good thing for me, right? <laughs> Mr. Churi just showed us a note. Oh, okay. A, a confidential note saying, okay, we'll leak it, um, saying that kids and parents cried when you left. But yeah, well, I bawled my eyes out and I, I, took, I, I took some slack for that. I'm not going to lie to you. I think oh. Mr. Arturi might have been crying too yeah. at that point. Yeah. Maybe. Um, wow. I think Mr. Arturi actually made me cry because I saw you <laughs> when I announced it. Anyway, um, wow. and I, uh, uh, but that, that's that idea about you're, called, you're, pulled, you're pulled to something else. Yeah. And, and I think I might have always been pulled that way, right? Mm -hmm. And so that leadership, as I thought I could do more with it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was able to do it. I've been really extremely lucky. The board has been excellent with me because they can put you anywhere, that's right? That's true. And yeah. I, live in, I live in Pickering. I, I have, I had, at that time, I had very young kids. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had three kids under the age of four. Wow when oh I started <laughs> and um and so it was this could be this could be tough. and yeah. I you know talked to my wife and I said they could send me to power in the west end oh yeah. that's true and they do some of them like we have you know like Miss Sosniak is from the west the, the west end of the yeah, city that's where wow. she usually is and so that's a track right and so I've been very very lucky they've been very very good to me the fact that I got to go to Pope first mm -hmm. was great um I was able to go uh the the principal who was there is actually Mr. McAlpine. So Mr. McAlpine's dad yeah. was the principal oh at Pope who got, who got me there. He actually, Mr. McAlpine Jr. is the one who replaced me. He took my oh job my when I left. And, oh, my um, God, it all, it all, it's all yeah. full cycle. Yeah. spider web of everything. Yes, oh it God. was, yeah, yeah. And his dad was uh, by far one of the clear, cleanest mentors that I ever had here. Mm -hmm. He was a, he was pretty much a legend of any teacher who knew him mm -hmm. here. Wow. And he was definitely that 
in the administration role too. So he was a great guy to be my first okay, principal. That's good to I know. learned so many things from him and most of the stuff I still do. A lot of my lines that I'll use with people, I stole from him. <laughs> so that was a really good situation. You know, it, 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 it was hard. It was a life-changing thing. It was a different sort of place. It was a different sort of role, but I was very lucky. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think... Wow, Mary Ward and Pope has some deep roots. Uh, we, one hundred percent. Jeez, like mm -hmm. the principals and teachers is going back and forth. There's a, a bunch great. of teachers there that were former Mary Ward students. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, wow, our schools are are so intertwined, and I think. Yeah. Jumping back and forth in Scarborough, like we all know each other as students, but yeah. for for principals and teachers to also have that connection. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And um, so, how are Pope and Ward different in terms of like students, in terms of the environment and atmosphere? Um, I know you had a bit of a different role, but coming back here, you're also principal. So mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. how do you see the the environment being different? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, maybe the most obvious is sort of the neighborhood is a little bit different, obviously, okay, right? Yeah. It's just you know, Scarborough is always you know, I've always said in Scarborough, you're you're probably five minutes from a really affluent neighborhood and five minutes from a, like a more challenged one. Wow. Oh yeah, I didn't sure. really, that actually makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. always in Scarborough. Yeah, That's just the no, way it was it, built. It, yeah. In fact, it was I, built that's a great that way. way to put right? it. And and I I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I don't I think, think that's it's a it's, a, it's much different than some other parts of the city and a lot different than some other large cities in the world that don't do it that way. Um, but obviously, you know, there's a little bit of more challenge that way. Um, but I would say uh, th there's a consistency amongst the idea that the people that are there, that are always there, right? Like, obviously, the most important people in the school are the kids, but the most consistent ones are the adults, right? Because they're there for 20, 30 oh, yeah, years sometimes. Sure. Yeah. I would say the commonality amongst those is that those people genuinely care about that place in a more than work, right? And that's how a school works. Like as soon as it becomes everybody's there for work, then, then it loses something. Mm -hmm. yeah, but as yeah. soon as it's more than that, um, that's when you get something real special. Mm -hmm. And I see it in both schools. Yeah, that was I a consistency. So it was, it, was, it was good to see it. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your time at Pope, one major thing that you did and that led to this was the Pope podcast. Mm -hmm. So I want to dive into that a little bit because that's basically where we got our birth from mm -hmm. was, was the <laughs> fact that you uh, wanted that idea implemented here and look at where we are right now. So um, podcasting, yeah. how did you think of that idea for Pope? Did you think that, I'm pretty sure you thought of that idea for Pope, mm -hmm. why'd you, why'd you do it um, in terms of like what motivations you had for, for a podcast, how did it work out, um, and how did you transition that over to Mary Ward? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was, I, I got into podcasts a few years ago. I didn't mm -hmm. know what they were. I got into them mostly because of, uh, and that sounds stupid, but it was, I, I don't, I'm not really into music all that much, like listening to music in the car and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't really care all oh, that much geez. about that stuff. Uh, and also I was like, you know, like working out, exercising and stuff like that. I had to find something and, and you listen to the same playlist and you're like, oh my God, this is so Get boring. bored of it. So I needed something else. Okay. And so I found podcasts and whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like mm -hmm. that was, it became the thing that it's the only thing I listened to. And then really what it was, was during the, the, the initial shutdown. So right after, what was that? March 2000. Oh, okay. So it was recent then. Yeah. Very oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That clue. was when it started with that and the George Floyd incident, right? Was, yeah. yeah. George Floyd happened and we were trying as a staff to hear, because there's a lot of students at, at, at Pope uh, felt that, right? Mm -hmm. They felt that uh, visceral connection to it because of their own life experience. Yeah. And there was no way, I knew that if they were in the building, they would have been supported by some really amazing people who would have helped them process that, but they weren't. I see. And so we had these like Zoom calls where kids were angry and kids were, you know, lost. And yeah, I, they needed and, a way to express themselves. Right, in a sense. exactly, 100%. And then I realized that even the most traditional structures in a school for student voice, the same kids talk all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Student council is a certain way. Live podcast. That's awesome. Um, uh, you know, the same sort of voices come out, right? Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. What I liked about podcasting was uh, what they called the democratization of voice, right? Was the fact that anybody can do it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. you, there's no gatekeeper. There's nobody who says, okay, you're going to have a show, but it has to go through my edit to, to hear it, right? So anybody could do it. And anybody can do it on a, on a, on a, what seems like a really, really professional level. Oh yeah. Without sure. too much infrastructure, right? You can just do it. Mm -hmm. And so, and then as last year started to you know unfold, and we got the reality that this wasn't going to be a, a normal year, and that there was going to be these shutdowns and back and forth and all those sorts of things, was mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, one, I got sick and tired of reacting to everything. So all, the whole year was about, oh, hand sanitizers and lineups and pylons and, and not growing anything, not building anything. Yep. But I thought this is what we could do. You could do it remotely. Uh, we did it all on Zoom. So pretty easy. You could get guests pretty easily. You could connect people. Um, and so I suggested it to some staff and, uh, you know, it started to roll. And then as it turns out, the other part, it was selfish. The other part was I got to teach a course. So wow. I made it a, a course. Like I made oh, it a, my God. Yeah, wow, I made it a, yeah, an interdisciplinary course. So they got an IDC4U credit. There's wow. eight kids who would do the post stuff. So we had other students and teachers would do the episodes, record mm -hmm. them in the rough uh, through Zoom. They yeah. would send us the file. We would take it. We would edit it. We would market it. We would... Uh, have research about it. Okay. We would do all those sorts of things. And then we also had sessions where we talked about how this changed things, right? How po the podcast could be a game changer. Yeah, like the printing sure. press was. Like I yeah. used to teach that. Like how that, that, that democratization of voice and how important yeah. it is. And I, it shocks me that you did it on Zoom. I mean, obviously you had to because there was no in-person yeah. classes. But was it successful? Like, how, like what kind of struggle did you face? Obviously because it was on Zoom, it must have been a little bit strange well you know what to be honest with you i mean you could listen to it like there's the tales from yeah, the trail maybe. it's there yeah. like it, it's shout actually out, out tales from the yeah there you go there you go, there you go. shameless plug um <laughs> but the actually the audio is pretty good it's okay. actually really good actually okay. like the file and it's it was super simple uh you know and we had some teachers on staff who had done like the, there was a music teacher who sort of did the jingle so their class did the jingle oh, okay. and did all these sorts of things and so uh, uh so that that worked out pretty well and and truthfully zoom allowed uh, an ease of contact that we wouldn't normally have had, yeah. right? And so as they went to plan more stuff, the idea was we could get people, if you wanted to interview someone else, it was easier to do it because they oh, didn't have to come show for up, sure, yeah. right? And so that was the only way to do it. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Um, that's what led to this podcast that you're listening to right now. And we will be for sure having guests like both did. And yeah. uh, there you go. be sure be sure to watch out for that. I think that w that was that's one of the biggest parts is, is giving those students a voice. And that's obviously what what uh, what we thought of when we made the podcast, and that's what we'll do. Yeah. And so, last part is, you're back. This is homecoming, basically, for you. From what from what I've heard today, this is homecoming this yeah. year. And so, how does it feel to be back? How does it feel to be back right now in the whole uh, COVID situation? And and start off with that. How how was that? Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, this is where I've wanted to come. Okay. Since about three weeks after I left, which is mm -hmm. kind of what I wanted to do was get back here. Um, and again, very lucky the boards listened and uh, um, I was pretty vocal about the fact that I thought this was the best spot for me. Uh, so that's great. It's a little bittersweet in the fact that I wish it was what it should be. Like I, I know, wish I was back really here as the real ward. And uh, <laughs> and you talk about this, like, like I'm mysterious. I think I'm mysterious because I just sit in that office. It's so different. Like. <sighs> Like, obviously, because of the schedules that we have, and now that's only one teacher, and now you can't, that freedom is not there anymore. And 100%. I know it's just, you know, yeah. I, I can't go talk to a teacher just for fun anymore. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you mm -hmm. don't have that freedom, which is really, students, really limiting. If students were able to just walk around the hallways like they always do and then see you around, that'd been perfect as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe we don't have to have this podcast to introduce you, but honestly, it's good. Well, it's good hey, whatever, whatever gets me down here, that's oh, yeah. that's yeah, the best part. Sure, yeah. yeah, and I mean, like you said, there's there's a whole bunch of important things that I'm doing in the office. The truth of the matter is, they aren't important, <laughs> but they're necessary. There's a yeah. difference, right? And that's okay. that's what I learned is there's certain things that are necessary, uh, but they're not important. And and so that's what I I end up spending most of my time doing is necessary stuff because of COVID and because of this. And because Keeping our of, school running, sir. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Doing okay. all the heavy all right. work. Keeping us open. I guess. Yeah, you kind of humble yourself. But, yeah. I, you know, I would much rather be doing stuff like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This how was great. it, Um, how did it feel to, to reunite with the old teachers that you worked with? In that's the, one of the biggest things I've been hearing from teachers all, all around the all around the school being like. Like were there, hu well, no back. hugs, he's, elbow, he's back. elbow shakes. Virtual hugs, elbow bumps, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. I mean, there's there's a lot of teachers aren't here that were here for when sure. I was here. Yeah. Um, but it's a familiar place and it's good to, it's, it's a little weird to say that I'm in a different role. Like, yeah. like when, when Miss Arturi comes up to me, she's kind of like, okay, now it's the principal and she's this and now there's all this stuff, right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Gotta fix yourself but, up, uh, gotta make no, sure everything's I mean, in the place. I, I, it's, to be honest with you, it's not me that I'm not concerned about my 
myself, but I, I am aware of what it means. I see. To yeah. be in my position and for somebody else, right? Like that changes the dynamic a little, a little bit. bit. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm conscious of it without wanting it to be a thing. Yeah. I don't think it's a thing for those people. It's good who to be me. aware of it, obviously, sure, but, but it's yeah. not like you have to have it affect yeah, any but, relationship or whatever it is. Yeah, you yeah. know, it is what it is. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I'm excited about the fact that you know things are coming back a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. Like extra, extracurriculars, that sort of stuff. Great. Oh, it's so good to have them back. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna f really be able to say what it's like until it's. Yeah, I can't, oh, yeah. you can't yeah. determine anything yeah. right now. And that's perfect, perfect segue once again, many of these this episode, but mm -hmm. the last part is the future of Mary Ward. Yeah. And, and we're going back in the place where uh, we're sort of recouping from what happened uh, during the pandemic and, and getting back to a place where Mary Ward is Mary Ward strong again. Mm -hmm. and, and we're back to normal and everything's really functioning like a well-oiled machine like it was for many years before COVID mm -hmm. hit. So for your... Um, sort of future here. Um, what is your goal for, for getting us back to where we were? What is your goal for improving our system, our students, and also sort of just the environment of Mary Ward? Yeah, I mean, I think that obviously the idea of it going, it's never going to go back to being the way it was. And I don't think it should, because if you do that, then you haven't learned anything. Then the last 18 months has been a waste of time, right? Mm -hmm. So my hope is that we, we take what we, what's happened in the last 18 months and, and then say, okay, what is... What did that teach us that we really needed to focus on, right? Um, I would say that what's really needed for you guys as far as students, like what, what should we be producing? If you want to talk about it like a production, right? what should we be producing? <laughs> I said, I think we should be helping to produce uh, people who are compassionate, mm -hmm. who are interested, who are critical in their thinking and in their consuming, and, and then are productive, right? And, and who are able to solve problems um, because there's lots of them, and most of them are created by adults who who have lost touch with those other things, compassion and empathy and all those sorts of things. So, wow. I, I think a lot to do with that. So I think is how do we create the system that will do that? Well, keeping in mind things like you know you know student mental health and well-being, and uh, and student voice. I think the self-directed model is the best one to do that, with the support of TA. Oh, that. So thing, yeah. if you want to know what my plan is, is it's going to be that the school is going to be more self-directed and there's going to be a stronger sense of TA. Wow. That's what if my only goal is. we were here <laughs> for the next year. So that's the goal. Yeah. Is it, is it always my decision? No. But if it's me, that's what it's going to Let be about. the pandemic run its course, I guess. Yeah. I can't do much um, about that. <laughs> yeah. I know, honestly, we're lamenting the fact that we're great calls, but um, yeah, I think the system for, for the future generations of us, like students, will be a lot better I think um, one thing that we've learned from the pandemic is, is student mental health mm -hmm. um, how it was stretched through zoom class Zoom fatigue all, all of this but still going back to real life um, and, and in person teaching and all that how it will still be um, sort of tested all mm -hmm. the time with it with with and also uh, looping back to what we talked about in the beginning social media uh, challenges there um, social media and, and and all that that has to deal with this body image self-image um, with students in high school students our age, mm -hmm. mental health will be will be one of the bigger, bigger huge. Parts. It's everything, and I, I would say, what the, I don't think the pandemic uh, created mental no, health problems. Sure. I think what it did was expose. Oh, for sure. You know it some of them because there, when there's so many distractions, it's easy for you to get distracted, and then you just don't deal with it, right? When everything stopped, it's all of a sudden, oh my gosh, this is this is here. This mm -hmm. thing that I've sort of always been pushing behind yeah. is here because there's nothing else for me to focus on. Yeah. I, yeah. And so now I got to really dig in. And then when there's no, the other part, the, the, the insidious part of this pandemic was that it kept you from, from human contact with the people you needed it the most, okay. right? That was the biggest part. So all of a sudden, I need someone to help, to talk to, to work through, to have human contact with. And I can't do it. Yeah, it, so it did both. That it was definitely hard. under. I'm sorry. It definitely exposed a lot of the underlying issues that, even for my first three years at Mary Ward, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't talked about as much, but it definitely like it put on a new wave of awareness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like that change, I'm so grateful for it because I think now even teachers are being, not. I wouldn't say lenient, but they're being more aware that they're you know, students need that extra support. Mm -hmm. And I really love that they're being more aware of it and kind of implementing that 
in the way they teach, in the way they interact with us. So yeah. that aspect of the pandemic, I like. Everything else, not so much. There you go. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that was yeah. a good side of it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The changes sure. that came from the pandemic were great. Yeah, it can be. Let's hope it doesn't, <laughs> you know, there's certain stuff we need to get back to, though, for sure. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so we'll close everything off with, do you have a final statement or message? I, I hope that a lot of Mary Ward students will be listening to this because um, this is basically Mr. Wetzel 101. Mm -hmm. And so um, <laughs> do you have any final of statements? Yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm Mr. Wetzel. Yeah. Um, but do you have any final statements for, for our student body, uh, especially the newer ones who don't know any principal, any high school, uh, high school principal? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. if The message is, is that... Uh, I'm not as scary as I look. It's probably the. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I know was how gonna, I look. I know how I look. I know. You know, I was gonna ask you what are some misconceptions that about that's the boy. Yeah. Yeah, that you're. Scary. That's what I was gonna ask yeah. because I was like, this guy is very mysterious. Yes. Because oh. I'm in um, SAC and I have. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> idea. I know. Like no idea. I know, and that's my biggest. The problem is, is that it's there's been so many things that pull me. There's so many obstacles away. now. And yeah, so many, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I mean, it's my own fault. I had to do a better job of that. So my, my pledge is that I will. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to have many more of these interactions. That would That'd be, be great. great. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I'm looking forward to it. But I would say that the one message is, is really is, um, like, I don't want people to regret that they're here now, right? Because you're only in high school for four years. It's so a, such a small oh, amount of time. Yeah, we feel that. And if you spend <laughs> the time regretting that you're not in the place that, you know, back in the 80s when it was easier or back in this when it was this, th to be in that moment, right? And to sort of say, okay, what is it? Um, and say, I'm going to get the best out of this moment. Because there's always going to be something. For sure. Right? There's always going to be a pandemic of some sort. Now, this scale is obviously higher than anything else. And, well, in most of human history, but yeah. there's always going to be something that's going to keep you from doing something or is going to be a reason for you not to do something. Um, and my hope is that you learn in high school to take those chances and to try stuff and to do stuff and to, and to figure out what your spark is, mm -hmm. right? And if you figure that out, then everything's a lot easier to do, right? All the yeah. hardships that are going to happen are easier because you're doing the thing you want to do. So, but you got, you got to try stuff to figure out what that is gotta get involved like in one of these podcasts there you maybe. go there you go start maybe. your own shout out shout out to the podcast once again. <laughs> um, but yeah so there you go everybody um, we have our hopefully first of many episodes with mr wessel we'll have you back 100%. for sure um, and like i always say at the end catch us in the hallways catch mr wessel in the hallways he'll be walking around patrolling and, and 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 getting to know us um but but yeah, I think those the first se first and second days when you're out um, in the hallways, just just introducing mm -hmm. yourself to people was great and, and really brought a sense of like warmness to the school yeah. and 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 to yourself, yeah. um, and and that was the that was one of the best parts. So I mean, if you see him in the hallway, even if you're grade nine, a shy little grade nine, trust me, trust me, you you need to get acclimated and 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 find out about our school, find out about our teachers, our principals, and and it's great. So also, uh, Juliana and I. We're involved, catches in the hallways. We'll be, we'll be around. Don't we'll be, be afraid to say hi. We'll be in your clubs. We'll be in your sports. So come and say hi. Perfect. With that being said, thank you, Mr. Wetzel, for the, for the time today. Uh, and thank you for the insight. And there you go. This is Susan 101. <laughs> there you go. things. Uh, we'll be signing off. Uh, Julianne, any, any last words? No, no, I'm good. Um, yeah, hope you liked today's episode. And catch us in the next one. Oh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, bye. Thanks, guys.